Albo's dead mother still voting Labor by Dave Pello. May all that you stand for and that we stand for be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of mankind. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country. It is a free country. It's hard to imagine what was going through the mind of the federal opposition leader when he decided to leverage the memory of his dead mother to launch Medischare 2.0. Anthony Albanese today posted on Facebook a picture of his dead mum, along with a long commentary describing how she suffered needlessly at the hands of greedy politicians like Scott Morrison, who is trying to cut Medicare funding right now. He was probably thinking how wonderfully Bill Shorten's Medischare scandal worked in 2016, when voters got fraudulent text messages purporting to be from Medicare, warning of the coalition's plans to privatise Medicare. Of course, only voting for Labor could save Australia. Likewise today, he claimed, quote, Scott Morrison wants to cut Medicare funding for surgeries that Australians need, end quote. That's a lie a claim he can't possibly provide any source for, and one which holds zero credibility in the mind of any but the most cynical of rusted-on Labor voters. It's appalling that the opposition leader would exploit his dead mother's memory for such deceitful, cheap political point scoring. It doesn't say much for the voters it elicits support from either. The perfect test, as always, is to put the shoe on the other foot and imagine if Scott Morrison posted a picture of himself with his dead mother and claimed she suffered unreasonably at the hands of Labor policies 20 years ago. Hashtag Scotty from photo ops would be the least of the howls of indignation at the transparent exploitation. Editorials on ScoMo's desperate strategies to repair his problem with women would litter the lying harlot media. Families are traditionally out of bounds for media and politicians. You don't bring them into the arena. You talk about the electorate and find anecdotes of the people you represent and never parade the people you'd object being brought into any debate by your political enemies. What Elbow's shamelessly cynical sermonising says loudest to anyone with even half an inclination to look beneath his surface emotionalism is that there is nothing in the more recent 20 years more reliable upon which to build his criticism. Indeed, even the lying harlot media couldn't find too much to hang their hat on when reporting on the changes to Medicare rebates. A task force of independent medical experts consulting with patients and GPs for the last five years has reviewed the Medicare Benefits Scheme, MBS, and more than 5,700 rebate items. It was launched because healthcare professionals and the broader community were complaining the MBS didn't always reflect best medical practice. For example, the MBS Review Task Force recommended cutting rebates for outdated procedures no longer in wide use by surgeons or superseded by newer procedures. Why subsidise invasive open surgery with all its risks and expenses when safer, equally effective keyhole surgeries could be covered more economically? Albo's Facebook post says this would prolong his mother's suffering, but Labor will protect Medicare. 
Private Healthcare Australia CEO Rachel David said funding has actually gone up for most orthopaedic surgery procedures. The biggest genuine concern of most people, apart from Elbow's mum, is that implementation of the changes is being rushed. The Australian Medical Association is fully behind the changes, but is concerned it's happening a bit too fast for the sector to adapt its accounting processes. Perhaps Scott Morrison should take a leaf out of Labor's book on winning elections with dead voters, or committing election fraud via text messages the night before voting day. Or perhaps voters should be less gullible and easily manipulated by cynical politicians. Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up for everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynic, so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future.